Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. G'day, g'day everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Australian Seller Podcast. Today's episode is episode 95. So if you head over to theaustralianseller.com, forward slash 095, you'll get all the show notes. And today I am delighted to welcome Norman Farrar, also known as the beard guy and frankly, one of the nicest people in the industry. And he's on the show this week to chat through how he uses old-fashioned press releases to dominate rankings on Google, but also for products on Amazon as well. And then we hop in and discuss one of Amazon's latest new features, which is Amazon Posts, which has been in beta for about six to seven months, I guess. And it's now starting to roll out to brand registered sellers. So if you want to learn more about Amazon Posts, uh, just head over to the australianseller.com forward slash posts and that'll redirect you to uh, a landing page on Amazon. Now, Norman explains what they are and how he's getting upwards of 20,000 post views and engagements per month, which has led to a dramatic increase in sales. So if you're not using Amazon Posts, uh, now's the time to really explore all about that. Now, a couple of quick announcements and shout outs this week. Uh, the Branded by Women Summit is taking place this week between the 27th and the 29th of May 2020. Uh, it features three days of content, three interactive live shows and 30 plus world-class female speakers. So to get your free ticket, just head over to brandedbywomen.com. Uh, now, don't forget to join my Facebook group over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash Facebook. And don't forget that I'm also offering private coaching this year. So please head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Chris to book an hour session with me and make sure that you're heading in the right direction. All right, enough with that. Let's get on with today's show with Norman Farrar. I am thrilled to welcome Norman Farrar from PR Reach. And today, actually, before I even say that, last week, Norman and I, and also Sharon Evan, were on Danny McMillan's Seller Sessions show. Uh, that's the show that's been going for about 60-something episodes now in a row, every single day since the pandemic began. And uh, last week, we had the fun of sharing all of our failed products. You had some rippers, Norm, but... Uh, <laughs> I had some good ones. Sharon had a absolutely had some good ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had some crackers. So that was that was a really fun show. So please do tune in and look out for that seller sessions episode with myself and Norman and Sharon. Um, Norm, I've talked for way too long. Can you introduce yourself and uh, give us a bit of your background, please? Sure. So my name's Norm Ferrar. People sometimes call me the Beard Guy. Sometimes I even get the Travelocity gnome. I don't know why, but sometimes <laughs> that happens. <laughs> um, I've been uh, I've been involved in e-commerce or in business since the '80s, uh, but I got involved with e-commerce back in the mid '90s. So, yeah, there there was actually an internet back then, and um, kind of just stuck with it. Uh, I wasn't with it the whole time. Like I, I developed a few um, really cool websites, a print-on-demand website. Back in uh, 1997, 99, something like that. Wow. And then um, moved in to manufacturing for a little while. Got uh, We actually, my family, opened up a facility in Taiwan, two facilities. Started doing contract manufacturing over there. Oh, the print-on-demand company, we did, uh, uh, the, the company was based uh, 
primarily outsourcing to India. So that was kind of cool back in the 90s. And then uh, because of the success of the manufacturing, we got into specialty packaging and into fulfillment, then into sourcing. And then I kind of went off and did my uh, a couple of other companies. It was uh, like a tech hub in Tampa. It was really cool. A lot of new technologies that uh, we haven't even seen today, uh, like ordering mm-hmm. product right off of your computer screen. Like yeah, friends, you touch on Chandler's sweater and you go to LL Bean and you got it ordered. It was kind of cool. But um, mm-hmm. I ended up at Amazon, an Amazon conference with a friend and everything I was kind of doing back in the day came together and I started selling on Amazon. So, and that was what year exactly? Oh, I, you know, I get that. I get that mixed up. I don't know if it was 14 or 15. I know I started out with AMM, which was the beta program to ASM1, but I really never got involved with it because I, I didn't think Amazon would take off um, until about <laughs> three-ish or four-ish. It was, I think it was three. Yeah, right. That was uh, with Jason and... Um, Matt, Matt Clark. Matt, that's right. Matt and Jason, of course, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember watching the when it came out of beta and actually watching ASM one back in, I think it was 2013, I was right in the middle of a Kickstarter project. And at the time, just as they were launching and I decided that I probably should focus in on the Kickstarter thing and not do the, <laughs> but I'd be rich now if I had a, <laughs> stuck with oh, that yeah. because those early ASM uh, participants and students just crushed it. It was, it really was incredible back then. Uh, and I've got some friends that went through ASM two and, uh, multi-millionaires now so yeah it's pretty amazing they've minted a few millionaires that's for sure the asm team sure have now tell us about pr because you this is really what you're now known for Uh uh, particularly when it comes to brand building and amazon so how can amazon sellers use pr to grow their amazon businesses okay well one of the things um I, i tell anybody who wants to listen especially right now when you're doing any type of launch and rank strategy, there's really three pillars of uh, launch. There's your PPC, which you should be doing. You've got Mm -hmm. Amazon posts, which we might get into a bit later. And then you've got uh, Amazon uh, rebates and PR. And those three, if you've got a great listing, uh, it's a winning combination. So I ended up years ago, uh, geez, 20 years ago, uh, started, I started using uh, traditional style uh, press releases and I did it to promote different companies that, uh, that I had. And uh, anyways, it worked. So I was able to establish branding. And one of the companies I didn't mention before was I had a, a fairly large promotional marketing company and we dealt with a ton of different brands and we would end up press release content a matter of fact, things haven't changed that much. This is a strange mm. thing that mm. when you look at Google and you look what Google wants, they want knowledge and education. As long as it's good quality material, um, well-written, that's what they're looking for. I mean, it's gone full circle again and content is king. So uh, what's what's been beautiful is right from the start, like tw- for me, 20, 20-ish years ago when I started using these, I've had success with building brands. I've been able to, uh, I was on a, a webinar once and I showed, hey, look, it, here's a keyword, a keyword phrase that I've been using since 2016. And I dominated 100% of page one. It was 
um, Chewy.com, Amazon.com, Amazon.ca press release from 2016. And then uh, the images were all mine. The video was all mine. And then I went to page two and there was one slot uh, that wasn't mine. And so I was trying to show to people like, look, this stuff really works. Imagine going on to um, onto Google, typing in, you know, bully sticks or whatever it is, like a keyword to it. And all of a sudden you're up there maybe once, twice, three times and mm-hmm. you stick and it doesn't go. It can go away. But if you keep putting content out there, it doesn't go away. It's always around somewhere. So I've done it, kept doing it. And then Amazon came around. And uh, what I noticed was, oh, back in the day, okay, I, I did not say this. You can you can blink this out, you know, if you if you like. <laughs> but during the days of incentive reviews, incentivized reviews, okay, mm-hmm. I was a culprit. I used it to get ranked. But I used mm-hmm. it with my press releases, and it worked extremely well. So if I did one, um, hey, you know, I got ranked. It looked like it worked. I'd stick longer. But if I used multiple press releases, I had incredible results. So it wasn't just one product. It wasn't two. It wasn't 10. It was ongoing. And I was always just able to, like, just nail it. I remember one uh, one time. It was a very competitive supplement. It was Sleep Aid, and I gave out I gave out fifteen during the first few days, and a total of forty five over over the full campaign over the month. And I did twenty press releases, and within the first week, I was ranking um, number one through six for Sleep Aid, Sleep Aid supplement, Sleep Aid uh, formula. Uh, there was another yeah. one and it just Related. skyrocketed mm-hmm. like right right after that it was you know 100 units a day 150 units a day and you can still do it and i can tell you this we just launched a supplement and mm-hmm. we put out eight press releases we did a bunch we just replaced incentive reviews with rebates and guess what yeah. we're one to six on on very competitive uh keywords so that's what it was it was just using what i already had as a success and doing multiples. But the problem is, if I tell people to go and do a press release and everybody's looking for this shiny object, mm. they, it's not sexy. It's the most unsexy thing in the world is, <laughs> oh, write a press release. You know, and yep, people don't. Like, yeah. yeah. I was going to you say, know, like a lot of people just, you know, there's a lot of, you know, talk about chat bots and search find buyers and, and you know, many chat and all the flows that you need to build. This obviously sounds a little bit more old school, uh, mm-hmm. and it's a it, but it seems to really work. So yeah, sorry I interrupted you. Please please continue. No, I I was just gonna say like if if you go um, like I've gone to many events and I talk about press releases and we give special codes to try it out and maybe there's one percent you know but I can tell you some of the big players in the industry they're on it. And they've always been on it because they know it works. Here's the problem with press releases. If you don't know how to write a press release, or if you go for the cheap, like, you know, free, uh, um, you know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 40 Mm -hmm. bucks, the distribution network probably is horrible. So what ends up happening is you get junk links. And like you, you, instead of going, and we can get into this a bit longer uh, later about the distribution, but mm-hmm. um, 
distribution. If I go and connect to Fox News or CNN, it's going to be weighted a lot different than, you know, smalltownusa.com. So quality links cost money. Quality networks cost money. So uh, the people that didn't do that and went for the cheap, they scream and yell that it doesn't work, which Mm. then the new people coming into the, you know, into the uh, Amazon world, they go online and they look and they see, oh, press releases don't work and they don't use Mm. them. Yeah. So with the press releases, how do you actually craft them in such a way that they reach the right audiences that are prepared to buy a sleep well, supplement the, the on Amazon. The secret is the title. So I can give you, and, and can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're coming through loud and clear. Oh, okay, because it sounded like we just cut out. But oh, sorry. It, no, it's fine. Um, so it's all in the title. Uh, title, the ranking of a title, uh, and this is where you do want to do keyword stuffing, believe mm. it or not. Okay, mm. you didn't hear me say that. I don't want you to do it on yeah. your Amazon listings. But yeah. for this, um, it's all, uh, and I can give you some really good examples. The one I always like to use um, is it's bully sticks. So grass-fed, organic, natural bully sticks provide a healthy um, pet treat for elderly dogs. Mm-hmm. And so you've got all these different combinations. And I can tell you for a fact that I would probably get in 24 hours, oh, two to three hundred ranks. Uh, Google would pick it up two or three hundred times. I'm talking about mm-hmm. ranking uh, the keywords, different combinations. I know for a fact I would get probably 179. I'm just thinking of a uh, one we just did. It was 179 mm-hmm. keyword phrases on page one and 130 that were number one. Now, some of the keywords were absolutely horrible, but mm-hmm. some of the keyword phrases like bully sticks launch Amazon, that's mm-hmm. a pretty good one. And yeah. so... Um, Anyways, the title is the first thing. The second, this is going to sound so crazy, Chris. Mm-hmm. People don't want to put their contact information in. Hey, we get it all the time that people will give us their press release, but they, they don't want to get contacted. So, like, how crazy is that? Very, very odd. So, you, you, yeah. <laughs> Why is that? We'll, and, and our editors will contact them and say, look, we, we need to get, uh, we've got your company name, but we would like to have an email address or a phone number or whatever you can give us. And it's like, Oh no, I I don't want that. Uh, I want an alias. Okay. But you need somebody to, you know, they're, they're going to email you. Why don't you take the business that's going to come your way? It Mm. it might not go back to your Amazon listing. Somebody might actually like, it could be a wholesaler that wants to buy from you, but we, that is a a problem that we face. Um, The other issue is there's a with most press releases uh, most quality press releases you'll see an area that it says summary the summary is 160 characters so it can go out to twitter the reason why it's 160 characters and people will give us a book but it's 160 characters is for the journalists Uh, so it goes out let's say through harrow help a reporter out or mm-hmm. it goes through social media, you know, let's say we're doing a blast out to social media or through influencers. They don't want to read a press release. They want to summarize it and they'll pick it up and they'll push it through their networks. So that's how it works to really spread the word out about some really cool stuff that's happening on Amazon or features, benefits. It might be mm-hmm. a, a pet influencer who sees natural bully sticks as a healthy treat for dogs and they're a pet blogger. 
So they push it out to their 20,000 people and it, it can yeah. spread semi-virally that way. Yeah. But the, the, the next step, um, for me, what I, what I liked, um, and actually the reason why I bought a press release company, um, was the video, uh, video is nice because I like it for repurposing. I can use it if I'm writing a blog. I can show it as an authority. I can put it on Facebook. I can put it, you know, wherever I want to show it. Um, but it also shows up uh, in the press release, which is kind of cool because a lot of people mm. don't want to read. The other areas uh, when you format the press release is you've got the body. Uh, don't don't write a book. Three hundred and fifty <laughs> uh, words to five hundred words, and I want to, oh, in the title, and I was going to say this about the body too. Um, mm. I hate to say it, but nobody cares about your brand. So you don't have to like ego, check it at the door. Just, yeah, you got a nice product, but like, oh, I've got to, I've got to put my 15 character brand name in the title. Well, you just took away from 70 characters you could have used for keywords. So yeah, okay. it's it's something that unless you're a major brand, you know, uh, and you might think like you are, trusted, but most yeah. most of the people mm. aren't. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Don't waste the space. When I was doing SEO back in the day, this is back in sort of 2005 through until about 2013. Yeah, we used to advise our clients, particularly when we were crafting title tags for you know for web pages which is sort of the same mm-hmm. thing that you're talking about with a press release the you know the title um, we would always say get found first on the most important keywords and then brand and sell second you know actually start brand when you get people people onto the actual content itself so <clears throat> um, it sounds like that's a very similar approach for writing a press release so that makes sense and yeah. the other thing I was going to say too was that Google <laughs> used to change its algorithm all the time so for a while article posting was huge to get backlinks to your to your blog post or to your content um, you know ezine articles was huge and then that all got no followed and stopped by Google and uh, press releases worked for a little while and then they didn't work and now it sounds like press releases are kind of back probably because they haven't been abused by uh, by SEO folk as much and also probably because Amazon, oh, sorry, Amazon, Google has massively updated its algorithm with the new rank, well, I wouldn't call it that new, but rank brain and, and other factors that have it's worked into the algorithm to, to look at human signals to decide whether the content is any good um, rather than right. sort of putting as much weight on backlinks and, and that sort of thing and domain authority. But um, yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting. So the video press releases though, does the video need to be specifically made for a press release or can you craft it up to be you know so that it can be useful and repurposed you know for other sort of areas that you might want to use like google um, youtube or or your website or even an, an, on amazon okay so to get to that question i'm going to um some of the probably the best way to work for ranking is to craft a a really good blog article mm-hmm. and Let's just take that elderly dog um, uh, press release. Mm -hmm. And now we go over and there's five reasons why elderly dogs should have, you know, bully sticks or, you know, whatever. And Mm -hmm. what what we try to do, if we know that that's something we're going to target, that blog article will have it really well crafted and we'll create a a press release for it. We'll also uh, do a vlog. So a video blog where it's, it's some simple video that we can put onto YouTube. 
And it can mm -hmm. also go into, it could be embedded into your blog. I don't want to complicate things, but if I publish a blog article about the bully sticks for elderly dogs, and it may have a, a YouTube video in it, maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then I have a video press release. Um, now, the beauty of this is the uh, vlog, the one that's on YouTube, mm -hmm. it can be embedded as part of the press release without having to go and shoot of it. You can do a written press release and they're going to ask you for social media, uh, your YouTube channel, and do you have a YouTube embedded link? And so you get that. Now, you've got the press release talking about, you know, the importance. Mm -hmm. of, you've got the authority when people see it. Wow, this is important. You've got the content. Then you've got the vlog. So, you know, people can go over to Facebook and or uh, YouTube and see it, or they can just watch it. But here's where uh, people get mixed up with video press releases. A video mm -hmm. press release is just a slightly different script with an authority. It looks like an authority news anchor talking about it. So what we do with that is we put that into the uh, blog article. So when people come to it, it looks like it's something of authority. You know, all okay. of a sudden there's, you know, the, the intro of a news and then you've got a, a news anchor talking about it. So it ties the PR with the content. And if you are, and we'll get to, you know, launching on Amazon, but the links are actually going back to your Amazon product listing. So you've got a, it's a full circle. The PR is linking back to Amazon. The PR is linking to the content and the, uh, the blog article and the blog article is linking back to Amazon as well. So how do you introduce, say, uh, a rebate into this world? So is it, is it something that you add as a, almost a promotion within that PR article as itself? You Yes. So there is a, a, a little, it's a technique that we use. It's out, it, it goes back to the old uh, Google days when you used to build silos. So all we mm -hmm. would be looking for is um, a keyword, a primary keyword, um, which let's say for we have to identify, and I, I just want to you know kind of make this clear because if you don't do this, it could cost you a lot of money. But there's buying keywords and there's um, and there's browsing keywords. So in the pet industry, dog treats, pet snacks, they don't know dog owners don't know what they want. But if somebody types in a bully stick, they know exactly what they want. However, mm. bully sticks, if you're looking at the search volume in, in Helium 10 or whatever tool you're using, you'll see that it's two, I know this, it's 200,000 searches. Well, you will blow your like your budget on PPC. You'll never rank. You're, it's just too competitive. Mm. So mm. what I do is I search by um, search volume. And I see where the long tail, I call it a primary long tail. So grass-fed mm -hmm. bully stick. I'll take that. I'll put it into um, a, a filter. Like on Helium 10, you can go to advanced filters, put it in there. And then mm -hmm. it'll extract six-inch natural bull or grass-fed bully sticks, 12-inch mm -hmm. grass-fed bully sticks, organic grass-fed, odorless grass-fed. I take those keywords. I put them into a silo. All it is is a mm -hmm. list. So once I establish that, I might do that for organic bully sticks and do the same thing. I might do it for orderless bully sticks and do the same thing. So I have one, to one, two, or three silos. It doesn't matter. It just depends on your budget. So now I take that, that silo. 
I see 12 inch bully stick. Okay. So guess what's going to be in the title? 12 inch bully yeah, stick. Exactly. Borderless yeah. 12 inch bully stick. You do not have to do any embedded links in the, in the, uh, the press release. Matter of fact, people are getting away from that. Um, people, Oh, I got to have my super URL. Oh, I got to do no. Take your product listing, the URL from the product listing. And what mm -hmm. you're going to do in the second paragraph of a press release is learn more here. Boom. Mm -hmm. Type in the raw link. It looks ugly. Google loves it. Okay. So anchor text within the link doesn't, doesn't work or just saying learn more here is fine given the context of the entire article, the press release. Yeah. What I'm doing is I'm not, I'm just putting, I'm typing in learn more colon mm -hmm. and then putting the raw link right there. I'm not highlighting. Uh, and, you know, by anchor text, we're talking about, you know, highlighting that keyword and then having that uh, a link going back. So somebody sees grass failure, 12 inch bully sticks, it's highlighted mm -hmm. and you click on it and it goes back to the listing. Um, you know, we're not doing that anymore or we're doing it very sparingly. Sparingly. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm actually really keen to give this a shot. How long does it normally take to get really good rankings on Amazon for, say, a product launch? Almost fairly quickly. Fairly mm -hmm. quickly. I'm talking days. Wow. Yeah, that's really yeah. impressive. All right. Um, let's switch gears because one of the things okay. that you've been also talking about recently is Amazon Posts. And this was something that came up in my uh, Seller Central account uh, a couple of weeks ago, it's now been taken away, but I was sort of redirected to the Amazon advertising console. And in there, I saw this link that said posts, and I'd never seen that before. Can you tell us what posts are and how they work, et cetera, et cetera? Sure. <laughs> what, what's going on there? So, well, I, I just want to back up a bit. Um, mm -hmm. There's one thing I didn't explain, and it could confuse people. Building a brand is one thing. Launch and rank is a different. So if you're building a brand, I would recommend that somebody either puts out a press release once a month, once a quarter, but put it out about your brand. The product launch, depending on search volume, you want to um, uh, have rebates, you know, quant mm -hmm. a quantity of rebates. And, you know, we could talk about that at a later time, but um, also you want to do multiple press releases you can't just do one press release it, it won't work you have to do at least a minimum of four press releases so um, and it can go up to as high as 20 but usually the average amazon seller would only need between four and eight tops so mm -hmm. uh, i just wanted to make sure because you know people will go over and say hey it didn't work i didn't get national exposure i didn't get you know every single keyword uh ranked on amazon with one press release mm -hmm. so just just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> no, that's a, that's very good. Thank you. So, yeah. All right. So um, Amazon Posts. So what can you tell us about Amazon Posts? How do they work? Oh, my gosh. It's it's really <laughs> the coolest thing. Um, and it should be part of the launch and rank strategy. So Amazon mm -hmm. Posts is Amazon's second social media platform. There used to be something. Do you remember Amazon Sparks? I sure do. Yeah, it didn't last long. It was horrible. It was <laughs> yeah, horrible. It was pretty bad. You know, this, I mean, Amazon Sparks, You what you would do is you, you bought something on Amazon and then you take a picture. Like, you know, narcissism at its best. You know, everybody wants to know what I'm buying. 
So uh, anyways, it folded very quickly. Mm. Amazon um, Post came after Nike had left fairly abruptly. Amazon and Nike were having a big uh, war mm. and mm. war of words. And part of it was Amazon didn't have the ability to have to build a brand or to build a community around the brand. Well, within about days, no longer than a week later, um, the beta of Amazon Post came out. So Amazon Post is really cool. Uh, it looks like any other type of social media. You would have your caption or your display up front. You'd have uh, the image that you wanted to portray or you know post. Then mm -hmm. you would have um, a two. It showed two lines, but you could have twenty two hundred characters of description underneath that. Now here's the key: you can hit show more, and if you showed more a drop-down that summarized your listing. And if you click that, it would go to your listing. So it's mm. a shoppable post. So here's the key. What they did, and I think Amazon, I'm not sure if this was, you know, 100% why they did it. But, you know, you've been in the business. You know that if you click on a link, and the more that you have to click on a link to get somebody to go to a landing page, you're going to lose 50%, 50% of that, 50% of that, mm -hmm. and you're going to come back with very few people. Well, I think what they wanted to do is get rid of the tire kickers, so they made it hard. You have a minimum, you have three clicks or you have four clicks. So you see an Amazon post, mm -hmm. you click on it, then it goes to another post. You have to hit the show more, and it has the summary. Then you have to click it again to buy. So what happens is... Uh, like, for example, uh, one of our posts, we have, uh, we work with chef knives. So mm -hmm. at one point, within three days, we had 200,000 views, 200,000 mm. views. The yeah. average we're doing right now is about 20,000 views every three days on, on one post. Yeah, that's crazy. So click-through through rate is horrible. It's mm. sometimes it's 0 0.05. It might be, it might be, like we'll be doing the happy dance if it's 1%. But what ends up happening is Amazon, um, you'll see the clicks. Okay, so you, let's say we have 20,000 and we've got uh, 200 clicks that go through. Well, the conversion rate is based on the 200 clicks that went over to your page. So out of those four steps, somebody was going to click on that post four times. They're probably, you know... Uh, they're interested in your product. They probably would buy, which brings the conversion rate up. It skyrockets. It's not 10%. It's not 20%. You're probably in around the 30 to 40%. I have no way of knowing because they don't give you that report. But I can tell you just based on our sales that we saw, especially when there's the 200,000 uh, around the holiday mm. time, we saw the scale, uh, the sales just skyrocket when we started doing these campaigns. So now I'll, I'll tell you about their, the 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 um, the posts. There's four different types of posts, uh, and the the post when you land on your uh, this is only on a mobile app. So when you're looking at a mobile app and you scroll down, there is a section that says um, people who've uh, bought this also liked, and then. In between that, there's the post goes underneath that and above questions. So if you scroll mm -hmm. down, you'll see something that says um, brands related to, and let's say it's XYZ. 
So it's in between the people who bought and questions. That's your first. That's yours. So it's a carousel, and you can go and you can scroll 10 times. And if you're publishing every day, multiple times a day, you'll see the, the, the posts there. It's really, it's great. Um, then if you scroll down, what's not so great is um, an area for your competitors. So, but it's, it's underneath the reviews, but mm. you'll see something called related posts. You click on that and there's all your competitors. So what this tells me is that if you're posting more than your competitors and their quality posts, you're going to be on your competitors listings. And if they don't do Amazon posts, guess what? They're not going to have that area where it says, you know, uh, brands are um, uh, related to this brand, posts related mm. to this brand. Um, it's not going to be there. So it's only going to be you and a bunch of competitors. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and just to sort of give uh, another example was uh, one of my members of my group, Stephen Loy, who's been on the show previously, um, shared a screenshot of his Amazon posts, uh, I guess, successes. And he, yeah, he's, it totally agrees with you that you can't see the conversion rate. There's no way to attribute the traffic that comes through to your listings to conversions or, you know, sales or anything. But um, it was, it is pretty amazing. Like some of the posts that he screenshotted, like 83,000 views so far this year, 68,000, 21,000, 25,000, you know, with yeah. uh, the amount of traffic that was being sent through was like, you know, 2,800, 2,500. Yeah, you know, these are actual real visits to product pages. And yeah, it was just phenomenal. So it was sort of, it was a, it was in beta for a little while. It looked like it came out of beta and now it's sort of, for most of us, uh, not available. So, um, so is it only available on mobile device at the moment for Amazon customers or is it, can you see it on desktop at all? If you asked me two weeks ago, I would have said it's, it's mobile only, but I saw something on desktop and I don't know if it was a fluke, but I saw this, um, brands related to and it looked like an amazon post so i was trying to call my amazon rep and say what is going on with this and i, I just haven't got around to it but mm. uh at, at the i would say that it's still uh mobile only uh, okay. i don't know if it's come out on desktop uh, if you go to amazon right now i don't see it on and and the other thing we have to remember when we're looking at amazon right now is they pulled a lot of things off of the page, right? So it's not, we're not seeing the full page um, being displayed anymore, you know, with the, mm -hmm. and I don't know when that's going to start to come back. Me either. Got I can't wait for posts to actually come back because I'm really keen to uh, have a bit of an experiment with those. So um, is there any way that you can use your PR content in an Amazon post or is it, <laughs> is it the two sort of mutually exclusive? No, but you've, you, you bring up a really great point. There's things that you can do with these posts that could be really engaging. Mm -hmm. And, oh, one of the other things I should tell you about posts that's kind of interesting yes. is that on the posts themselves, when you go down to your brand feed, so you've got your, your detailed page carousel. So that's the first one I was telling you about. Yeah. If you click on that post, you're going to go to what's called a brand feed. And on that post, you're going to see categories. And what's okay. really cool is that you might be, this is what Amazon sees. This is what Amazon's indexing as relevant categories to your product. And I know that like, for the knives we were doing, I had no idea that we were ranking in this one category. 
So mm-hmm. when I saw it now, okay, wheels are turning. Now I could start targeting keywords in that category, which I wouldn't have done before. So um, that just, you know, just before mm-hmm. I get on to, you know, the, the types of material that you should show in a post. So what is, what's effective now polished images uh, you would think would have the best engagement, but I've found that um, almost like a social proof, uh, somebody that's unboxing or somebody that's holding up. Like for us, we went to um, uh, just, uh, you know, people in general, they shot um, on, they tagged us on Instagram. We took the image and we put it onto posts and people love that type of engagement. The other thing mm. that people liked are showing the features the benefits. Um, one of the things that were very popular, and guys, if you're doing knives, plug your ears. Uh, one of the things that we were doing <laughs> that was really effective is putting recipes on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So people would get every every week, they'd have a, a, a recipe that would come out and it looks great. Another one that we did is we started sending our knives to all these different uh, chefs who mm-hmm. They would take pictures with them, they tag them, and then we would just use repost and uh, up it to uh, post uh, Amazon posts. Mm. And it was just getting tons of engagement. Engagement, yeah. And the last one, this is really weird. We had some, I call it psycho lady. She looked like a <laughs> serial killer. And I don't even know how Amazon put it allowed us to put it on, but that was the one that got the most engagement. It's just this woman with a knife. She's kind of got it in one hand and the tip going into her finger. And she's got this really kind of bizarre look. Um, and that was our biggest, biggest, most engaged yeah. post ever. <laughs> Sounds like a sort of visual clickbait. Like yeah, what is yeah. going on there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Norman. Um, listen, th- we better wrap up here, but uh, I just want to say a massive thanks for coming on and explaining how PR can work for, you know, obviously branding and product launches and explaining what posts are because really for a lot of us international sellers, we don't spend a lot of time, well, I certainly don't spend a lot of time on uh, on Amazon with my mobile phone. I spend most of my time on Amazon using a desktop. That's probably why I wasn't aware of the posts, um, this new f- sort of feature that's in beta and uh, it's great to have had you come on and explain what it is. And I guess for us international sellers, get on Amazon with your mobile and check out some of these product listings for other brands and perhaps even your own and see if you can spot the uh, the post feature. Um, Norm, thanks so much again. How can we get in touch with you? Ah, uh, well, I finally got some social media up. So anything Norm Farrar or The Beard Guy. And I've got a <laughs> website called normanferrar.com. That's the easiest way. And of course, Norm at PRReach.com. That's right. You've also got PRReach.com, which is your kind of your business site. I mean, that's where you ha- offer the service for to help Amazon sellers and, and indeed anybody that wants to uh, create a press release for their brand. Right. Yeah. And we, when somebody calls us, um, we walk them through, they get about a half hour phone call on how, how this can work for their company. No, that's awesome. Thanks again, mate. And um, yeah, let's hope our paths cross. Um, you're in Toronto. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get to to Canada anytime this year, but um, hopefully you might even uh, make your way down to Australia and we can catch up. Oh, I would love that. Thanks, mate. All right. Thanks a lot. Well, 
Links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening.